It's December, a couple of days before Christmas Eve. Some people are manically working to wrap things up and other people are already winding down. And that is that is me. I'm in the countryside um, in a really, really nice place. Um, and uh, the holiday season has indeed started for me. How about you, Bart? Where are you? Me, for me, very different. I'm really busy uh until right up to christmas eve and uh and uh yeah recording this podcast right in between two client meetings um we have a little bit of time uh so yeah uh, very different to you but i have uh after next week and the week after i have no client meetings so two weeks of meetings which is uh super nice yeah yeah I also had two weeks off meetings and then the intention of doing lots of catching up on reading and writing and thinking, I suppose, reflecting. And um, that's probably also why we want to share what we're going to share today, which is something we recorded back in 2020, just before the pandemic hit. We recorded an introduction to a program do you want to say a bit more about yeah actually let me first talk about why we're doing this so last year we recorded a christmas present episode of the podcast which was introduction to life design no it was like um we talked a little bit about the process we go through when we do our annual reflections and intention setting for the year and and we talked briefly about the framework of life design and uh, a client, my one of my clients asked me last, so he listens to our podcast and he asked me uh, about a month ago, can you um, give me a little bit more detail on specifically how you would do this annual debrief following the life design framework? And then I, I referred him to that podcast and I said, yeah, then I'd like to see a bit more than that. And, and then afterwards I talked to UPA and I said, well, why don't we give the answer to my client in the form of a podcast episode? And then we were talking about this and then you actually, I, I was going to record one. And then you said, but we've done that. So we, our plan was, so that's three years ago now, <laughs> our plan was to build an online program out of life design. So we were going to run a program with Zooms and, and coaching and, you know, completely virtual program. And we were quite far uh, into developing that. We actually recorded a bunch of audio files in a professional studio in January 2020. So almost to the date three years ago. Anyway, so we recorded a few and then... Um, Ironically, we couldn't continue developing the virtual program because of the pandemic, because we couldn't be together. We had to be together to record the audio files in the studio. And, you know, I was locked down in London for five months. So, and then it sort of went away a little bit, right? So, so we thought, well, why don't we just release that uh, introduction to life design? So it's quite a structured introduction to life design framework today a couple of days before Christmas for people to listen to. And that gives a really good introduction to how to work with the life design framework. So that combined with episode 33, which was the one that we released a couple of days before Christmas last year, could be, could really would give people probably all they need to 
have a good go at that in the next couple of weeks. So you will hear uh, soon that we're going to change from this conversation into a pre-recorded conversation with a very different sound quality as we were in a studio. Uh, so it's a bliss, but it's also showing the comparison in a negative uh, sense from what we're doing here, which is much more low, low key, if you like. Uh, and you hear us referring to life design as a program. Uh, we are still talking about making it into a program, but it isn't yet. Um, and you also have the option of doing the exercises that we introduce in a session, um, but then you need to pause the recording yourself for five minutes and time yourself for five minutes, which is what we suggest. If you're not in a in a place where that's uh, that works, of course you you don't do it. Um, one more thing, I suppose, is we continually develop our thoughts and ideas around the different categories. So the categories have stayed the same. So have the questions that we refer to, but I think our examples and our perspectives on the different categories have have changed or or grown. I suppose, developed, so not changed significantly. But the more we learn, the more we include. I think that's what it is. And uh, yeah, so see this episode of the podcast very much as a part two life design. So you need to really use this in conjunction with episode 33, which was released last year, um, which was life design in a way that's life design part one. So um, the two together uh, is what you need. And I, I the, the last thing I would say is, Perhaps before you continue this, um, listening to this, just pause and grab either a piece of paper and a, and a pen or uh, open a, um, a new page in your notebook in your computer so that you can make some notes because otherwise it's not, uh, it's not very useful to listen to these podcasts. I think it's useful to, to write down some of notes uh, while you listen to it. So welcome to uh, Life Design. You are embarking on a really exciting journey together with us and we are so happy to have you on board. Uh, so this is the first time we meet like this um, and uh, we're looking forward to, to meeting you many times in various ways. So uh, why are we here today? So yeah, so this uh, session we are going to introduce Life Design. Uh, so what is it? Uh, why is it important? Why do we do these things? Um, and we will also get you to do a couple of exercises in this first session. But before that. Uh, yeah, okay. So, I mean, some of you we may know very well, but just to give you a, a hint of who we are. So Bart and I, um, we've known each other for a bit more than 20 years now, I think. Um, so we started together um, at PwC. So we worked together uh, in London for many years. And back then it was actually uh, the old accounting school that brought us together. So we both have a background in finance. But pretty quickly we moved into learning and education. So that's what we uh, did for, for many years in a global environment for PwC. And I think that's where we both realized that the area we were most excited about was the whole personal development side of learning. So meeting different people, seeing how people um, reacted to change, 
Um, so both from an organizational point of view, but also from an individual point of view. So we both got into leadership development quite soon after leaving PwC and, and we parted for, for a few years. And then we got back together working very specifically on, on a number of clients uh, with leadership development, organizational change management. Um, and in addition to that, uh, particularly you, Bart, you have many coaching clients and you have had that for many years. Mm. I have a few, but I've suppose I, I've focused more on the HR strategy side of things for the last couple of years. Mm. And um, in terms of what this sits, how this sits with us and, and who we are, I'd say this is in the middle of the core. This is the heart of things, talking about life design from the core of each individual. Mm. Um, so it's, uh, it's really important. We're both very, very motivated and strongly believe in this as part of personal development. Yeah. So, yeah, when we got into this to this process, we um, this is 2017, I think. We uh, we really enjoyed the process of actually looking carefully at your life, which which is really life design, right? So, let's talk a little bit about about why why we think this is a good idea to do. It's just at the start of this uh, very first session. So, why life design? Well. It is all about deliberate living, uh, which is the opposite of automatic, unconscious living. So what we are suggesting here is that if you take a good, hard look at your life, review it, plan for changes that you may want to make for the right reasons, and make those changes, and take the right actions, that that will significantly improve happiness, success, joy in life. So it's all about that sort of having a good look at your life and really at your whole life. And I think that's one of the key aspects of this process, this life design process, is that we we suggest to look at all categories of life, also some of the ones that you might have... Um, paid less attention to in the past years, which is perfectly normal, right? Some things become more important in our lives and then we start to pay less attention to other parts of our lives and we're basically saying, well, let's look at everything. Let's have a really structured approach at looking at everything in our lives. So what did you get out of this when you did this the first time, whatever it was, three or four years ago? I realized I had it all in me. So when I embarked on this more structured journey and process, it was like writing a book. It all just flow. I had a really big flow of, of uh, realizations coming out. So it was mm. all sitting there. And once I got it out and I could look at it, um, it was the connection, the integration between the different categories that hit me, which also made it very clear to me to see where the gaps were. And where there were some, you know, thin ice mm-hmm. uh, or dark corners, however you want to put that. And and when I looked at it also as part of my values, I could also see which values um, had I given a big space, big room, lots of airtime the last couple of years. And where had I done less so? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found that pretty exciting. So it became very motivational mm-hmm. to to introduce some some of the changes that I did as part of my process. Mm, yeah, yeah. For me, I think uh, I I realized when I got into this process 
that there were some parts of my life that I had really never really thought about um, in a structured way. Uh, to give you one example uh, is um, one of the categories that we're going to introduce later is the category personal finances, money. And I'd never really considered this, which sounds really weird, but it's never been on my agenda. It's never I been on my radar. I used to introduce just an accountant. I don't really know <laughs> yeah, how that works. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. So, so this was never really, so I'd never in my life until three years ago done a personal budget or looked at my expenses. So this was a really, really powerful outcome of this is that when I scored myself in that, I thought, you know, I've never really thought about it. So the score is probably a one or so out of 10. And then really thinking about it, carefully thinking about it, how important it is to actually take, give this time and attention and energy. I changed my entire approach to this part of my life. Totally, completely changed my entire approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are other areas. The area of emotions, for example, became really important, maybe a little bit later was another area where I, I didn't really know what to think about that. It wasn't really high on my list. So this is one of the, one of the reasons why we think this is such a good process to do, um, is that we tend to spend a lot of time in a few areas of our lives. And this is very personal, and it's also very much depends on the stage of your, your life you're at. So if you have very young children, then parenting will be a huge part of your life. Um, if you have just changed jobs, then work might be a very, in the relationships you have at the work, for example, would be a very important part of your life. So, and that's all good and well, but what we're saying is, well, actually, let's have a look at all the other areas too and see whether there are some things that you could perhaps change there that would have a big impact. I have this um, feeling that many people people are quite deliberate when it comes to career planning so the part of work that is career the other Mm. parts as well but that part um, because it's talked a lot about Mm. whereas the other areas may be less talked about Mm. and therefore less deliberate yeah and and actually i don't know if it's true for everybody yeah i think the other part of that i agree with you that work is probably taking a an uh a very high high importance in most people's lives is also that it's it's really the only thing of one of the few things that is planned for. So if we look at our calendar, right, in our computer, which category of, categories of our lives are really planned for? Well, it's really work meetings, stuff that you do at work, and then you might have a gym session in there or maybe a dinner with a friend. But that's it. Or if you are a family with three kids, I have seen calendars where all the kids' activities uh, plus yeah, your work yeah, meetings, exactly. that's what... Fills up yeah, your calendar. Yeah. So, and that would be that one category that gets a hell of a lot of attention because it is in your calendar. But what about all the other things, right? So, anyway, so, um, so the, I guess the idea is that if we if we start to live our life deliberately or consciously, we will also start to balance our lives. We have a more balanced life, and it wouldn't be skewed to one area or another area. Um. Anything else to mention here? So what we'd like to do next is, so you've heard a little bit from us what we think, why we think life design is important. So before we go into any more detail, we'd like you to now have a go at thinking about this for yourself, right? So the question we'd like you to think about is, what do you want to get 
out of this life design program. So you have five, how this works, and we'll do this at other episodes as well, or other sessions as well, so you get used to this. You have five minutes to do this. It's always five minutes. Uh, and we suggest you don't take more or less than five minutes. So you write for five minutes around this question, and we, uh, you don't need to stop or the recording or anything. And um, we'll gently, gently bring you back when, once the time is up. So the question you're thinking about is, what do you want to get out of this life design program? So, welcome back. So, uh, so I guess that was the why of life design. Now let's talk a little bit about what life design is. So when we talk about life design, we always talk about the 10 and the 7. There's the 10 categories of our lives, and there's the 7 questions that we ask about those 10 categories. So 10 life categories, seven questions. And we ask the same seven questions for each of these 10 life categories, right? So think of it as a, as a, a matrix with 70 cells. So let's first get into what are the 10 categories of life. And then after that, we'll talk about the seven questions. So um, the first four categories, they're all about you, yourself. So they are body, mind, emotions, and consciousness. So I'll walk you through them briefly, what we mean by them. So perhaps the first one, body, is uh, the easiest to understand what we mean. So this is all about looking after your body. So it's exercise, it's about sleep, it's about nutrition. So what is it that you do to look after your physical body? And then we have mind. So... Mind is really about your intellectual life, if you like. Your thoughts, your learning, how do you take in knowledge, how do you practice skills. So how do you look after your intellectual life and keep your mind curious? And then the third one, it's uh, emotions. So the emotional life. Now, this might be, in my experience, an area that, you know, you might struggle with it at first to understand what we mean by this but it's all about your relationship to your emotions how where are you how deliberate are you with your emotions and what you do with them so thinking about emotions as energy so what is authentic what are you aware of and why and how do you feel the way you feel consciousness um, another Word for this might be spiritual life, if you like. Um, so consciousness is again about awareness. Um, so it could be about being aware of your beliefs, your values. Um, it could be being aware about of your thoughts, your actions, your habits. So it's an awareness practice which lies behind consciousness. So the next three categories are all about relationships. And uh, we have identified three different types of relationships. The first one is your love life. So essentially your significant other, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. The, the second one, so that's category five. Category six is parenting. So 
you as a parent and the relationship with your children. And category seven is basically everybody else. We call it family, family and friends. So the relationship with family, with friends, how do we define friends and so on. And then we have two more categories. Three. So three even, actually three. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not including the last one, the perhaps most important? No. The, uh, so the next one is finance. So this is your relationship to your personal finances. So back to the example you gave Bart earlier. How much, how deliberate are you uh, with your personal finances? What's your relationship to money? And then we have work, and perhaps that's the easiest one to um, relate to. So it is the career, but it is also anything else that you might call work. So your big mission and purpose in life. So that might be more than what you're being paid for. And the last one, not the least, quality of life. And and I think there's a really nice way of saying this in French. Uh, joie de vivre. So what makes you tick? So this additional uh glitter this additional adventure that you might uh, spice up your life with so it could be anything that is uh, relaxing or anything that makes you have a good time enjoy life and what's uh, what we often find when we work with people on life design is that sometimes you don't quite know where something fits um so Pierre gives the example of work that could also have a strong connection to consciousness right if it's about purpose that's so And we always say, well, that doesn't necessarily matter that much as long as it is somewhere. And if if something ends up in a lot of different categories of your life, it's basically an indication that it's very, very important. Um, So so don't worry too much about that, whether something is mind or emotion or so on. Uh, Similarly, actually, in the questions that I'm going to talk about in a sec, there could also be overlaps there. And... Again, it doesn't really matter as long as it is somewhere. So if something triggers one person around one question, it might be triggered in another person with another question, and that's all fine. So they're almost designed to slightly overlap. So those seven questions, right? So we have the 10 categories, and then we ask for each category. In this program, we ask seven questions. So those seven questions are, number one, why is this area of my life important to me so we start with the why right always start with the why if you don't start with the why you might not have the motivation to answer any of the other questions question number two what are my beliefs in this area of my life this is a very powerful question we start to engage with our strongest beliefs our deepest beliefs around areas of our lives and what's incredibly powerful here is that we don't necessarily have to stick with beliefs if they are not serving us anymore in our life the third question is what is my vision for this area of my life so where do i see myself in a year or two years or five years and the fourth question is then How will I get there? What is my strategy to achieve this vision? The next three, so questions, uh, question five, six, and seven are are essentially details under question four. So they're details of the strategy. So question five is, what actions will I take now 
to achieve this strategy. Question six is, what routines or habits do I need on a daily or a weekly or a monthly or quarterly basis that will help me achieve this strategy? And question seven is, what are the barriers? What could get in the way of success here? And what am I doing to mitigate this? So I might, um, would it be helpful if I go through one of my examples? Mm. So I had a look at my my life design, the recorded documentation I have from uh, from the very beginning when I started and then I've edited a few times uh, as I go along. But I still think this example is pretty relevant. Some of it has happened, so I might need to update it a bit. But I've chosen body, so the first category. Um, and, and I walk you through an example starting with why this is important to me. So I have a number of bullet points here why it's important. But one of them is uh, to increase freedom and energy in my life. That's why I consider this area being so important. So what beliefs do I then have? So one of the beliefs, again, I have a few, but the one I've, I've chosen here to share is... Um, Exercise um, creates a physical as well as a mental flow. I believe physical exercise is a prerequisite for intellectual well-being. So the connection between body and mind. And my vision here, and this is where I thought, hmm, maybe I need to look at this again. But one of the bullet points on the vision is health and fitness are part of my identity and I like to inspire, inspire, inspire others too. Uh, and I'd say it is part of my identity. Mm. So... It, you can then say it's not a vision anymore because it's happened. Anyway, mm. you understand where I am. And the strategy that I, I um, created for myself, a part of the strategy was um, weekly exercise designed for strength, flexibility and cardio, combining exercise with so uh, social, um, uh, social engagement, nature and learning. So an integrative approach. So the habits I then habits and routines that I then, then designed for myself was uh, once a week outdoor uh, exercise with a group of friends, including my sister, in nature. And once a week a strength training with a group of anonymous people, <laughs> but mm. still a group. And um, once a week go running or power walking with a podcast. Mm. So that's part of my learning. Um, and in addition to this, but this is part of my uh, other categories as well, but I, I have a yoga, regular yoga practice, which I have more on the consciousness actually than, than here. So you can see how it's all, to your point, it's all integrating, um, overlapping and so on. Mm. Um, and an action I have, which I can't really say I've gotten to yet, is to start to include breathing exercising. Mm. 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 And what could get in the way? Um, so knowing myself that I am pretty kind of disciplined, um, what could get in the way is that I become too disciplined and controlled, so I need to allow for exceptions. <laughs> yeah. Basically need to take time off and just do nothing sometimes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, obviously throughout this program get into a lot more detail around this. And um, before we actually go any further, we think it's time for another exercise for you guys to, to have a little bit of time to think yourself. And what we're uh, going to suggest you do now is just to, it's essentially a, a baseline measurement of where you are when you hear us talk about these 10 life categories. So for all of these 10 categories, I'd like you to think about 
what is the score that you give yourself in these categories of life? So on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is, I didn't even know this existed. I have never, ever thought about this ever in my life. Um, to 10, this is absolutely, completely, tick in the box, fantastic. I'm perfect at this. Where do you score yourself on these life categories? And if something, the, the obvious one that comes to mind, if you don't have children, perhaps parenting might not be that relevant. Uh, so you might put uh, not applicable or so. So you, again, you have five minutes. Same uh, as always, I'm going to say, because this is what's going to be always. You've got five minutes. So score yourself on these life categories on a score, on a scale from one to ten. Very good. So welcome back. Um, and maybe you had some new insights here. Um, and we are curious to hear more about them as we go along. So um, we're going to start wrapping up. So what have we done in this first session together with you? We, of course, wanted to, to make sure you all feel that, okay, you, it's now started for real. It's no longer an email or just a thought. It has started. And hopefully you understand more why, at least we think this is a, a really important part of life to help us to deliberate living and to... Um, perhaps get closer to the purpose that we have for ourselves or become aware of the purpose if we don't know what it is. Uh, we also hope that you feel familiar now with the structure, so the categories and the questions. And the more we work with them, the more familiar you will get. So it is a way to approach life design and uh, all areas in hopefully um, a way that you find engaging. And we've given you some examples from, from us, realizing that it's very personal and it will be very different for everybody. So we uh, very much look forward to being live with you in the, in the call. And uh, until then. <laughs> <laughs>